Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life, mm. answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, what should you do if your clothes don't dry without the heating on? Oh, are you are you smelling musky, wet cloth, foisty? Foisty. No, we were on a train going somewhere to Reading, I think, and uh, and Ben went, oh. You pointed it out, and then I couldn't help but notice it. Was it me or him? No, it was him. Yeah, I get that. Apparently, you want a dehumidifier. What are they called? Dehumidifier. Dehumidifier. I don't know what they're the, called. Because the... <laughs> they're good. Because I just used to, I used to think, oh, just open a window. But, yeah, because I get that musky, damp cloth smell as we'll well. We'll talk in a minute about what you do and don't tumble dry. That's a fascinating chat. Okay. And does bickering mean you have a healthy relationship? Christ. If it does, you and Mikey are number one on top. <laughs> number one on top or bottom. <laughs> and of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual Agni Ants, are we, William Hansen, the UK's lead netiquette expert? No, we're not Jordan North, radio presenter. I'm more cordon bleu. You're more, it's a police cordon, sir. Okay. Yeah, that was from Mikey. You're Mikey. Yeah, my Mikey. Oh, bless yeah. him. Very it's good. An original. Um, well, should, oh. we, should we toast Mikey? No. No. Oh. <laughs> We told them recently. I want to tell someone. Okay. We've not told them for a while. Well, we need to pour the drink first. Okay. They're very stressed at the moment, and they've got a lot on. And we 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 often don't do this enough. No. And we know how hard you work, especially recently. You've been working really hard. Yeah, exactly. So to executive producer Stuart. Stuart. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I said that. I said that. To, to, to producer Ben. Produ- executive producer Ben. Executive producer Ben. We know you're a bit stressed at the moment. You've got a lot on. He, he does work very hard on this podcast and yeah. other things as well. Just a bit stressed. We just had breakfast with him. and uh, Yeah. We love you, Ben. We love you, Ben. Anyway, there we go. Uh, as always, if you need our help with something... And we do say it every episode, but you guys do make the podcast, and we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexofmyboss.com, or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram at sexofmyboss, or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply on his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sexofmyboss.com. We should be honest, you are a bit behind on your handwritten replies, aren't you? I am. I am currently looking at a massive pile of written letters. Let's have a look at them. So we say this every well, episode. I, I did go well, away and get married and have a honeymoon, and I, I did take a month off. Well, that is that is, is a thick watch. Why? Right. 
Wow. That's a lot of letters. Show the camera. That's a lot of letters. So William will... Oh, Jesus. William will get round to replaying to these. The newlyweds. I'll open up here. <laughs> well, you're not newlywed. I'm not newlywed. But you do reply Shall to Shall I these. just open one at yeah. random? So do get them in and you will... Oh, to the fabulous couple. Oh, my God, it's an essay. Uh, that's, um, that's, that's a big card. Hey, William and Maggie, wishing you a lifetime of love and laughter. And who's that love from? Love, Liberty and Dan. Thank you, Liberty They've and Dan. They've put their address on. They're from Derby. Oh, this is another Thank one. Thank you. To have and to hold from this day forward, from Sarah. Um, William, William and Mickey, this one. All oh, right. Uh, that's my second husband. To William and Mikey, wishing you the warmest congratulations on your recent wedding. You deserve nothing but happiness for the joy you bring to everyone's lives. May you enjoy a marriage filled with love, laughter, health, wealth and happiness. With much love, Sarah Harris. Thank you very much. That's lovely, Sarah. Who's Mickey? Uh, he's a mouse. Anyway, just, oh, I can't get you read that one. Oh, I've got one. Beautiful wedding you wishes. You didn't. You didn't say that uh, at Liberty and Dan of the previous card are also known apparently as Plonker and Conehead. Uh, I don't know why, but they have put their I've nicknames. I've got one here. Yeah? Oh, this is a moon pig one, I think. Oh, thank you so much. To Juicy Jordan, William, and Pen. I just thought I'd send you all the cards to show my appreciation of your podcast. Oh, thank you so much for all the funny podcasts you post weekly. I've not long discovered them, but I've listened to them all. I disagree that William is funny, funnier than Jordan, up the northerners. All right, well, let's just well, get into that. <laughs> you bitch. Jesus. Anyway, we'll get through them. Um, oh, that looks... That one's not getting over. Oh, open that one. That looks like it's got money in it. <laughs> where's, that, where's that card that said I was funnier? Jesus, Sorry. three first-class stamps on that. Why have they got three? That's not a heavy one. I know, you don't you only need oh, to don't, post one. Only one will do. It's like in You've Harry got up Potter. to 20, kilogra- 20 grams. Jesus. Thank you, but that must have cost you a fortune. Anyway, okay. Oh, look, this has got a little Harry Potter thing on. It's, it's, it's just called a wax seal. It's not specific to <laughs> Harry Potter. Oh, my God, look What's at this. That? Oh, my God. Oh, wow, what is that? Oh, wow. We've got one from Liam Michael Wilson. That will read that. That's I will amazing. read it. That's, that's three pages. Oh, my God, they wrote that on my birthday. Gosh, that is a while ago. How oh, do I open this one? That's lovely writing paper for Liverpool. Oh, for Liverpool. Can right. I just say, Liam, though, it is lovely writing paper, and I'm sorry for just being a bitch there, but you let yourself down with the envelope. Lovely writing paper, nice letterhead. And that's your envelope. Oh, I've got one here that's lovely, that's addressed to me, and I'm going to reply to it. Who are you? Yeah, it's a really lovely well, letter. I'll get that in May. Okay, anyway, let's go back to the episode. Right, thank you for all the correspondence. I will... I will Have you got any stamps? Res- yeah, I've got loads of stamps. Keep the raw mail alive. Oh, I could pinch that one off there, couldn't no, I? No, you cannot... It's not been stamped. Anyway. Are you still on your TikTok? Are you still scrolling through TikTok at night? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. you followed me on it, haven't you? I tried to. I yeah. don't know if it worked. But I tried to send you a video the other day on your account. Uh, I, I'm not which is a hidden, I've got, hidden. I've got one of those blank screens. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah. to, I'll get on it properly, but yeah. Um, Still and living Nana B. You need to follow me back for me to send you videos. Oh, okay. Otherwise, I have to send it to you via WhatsApp, okay. which is a bit long form. Right. I am like, I literally get in bed now and I've got to give myself a strict 30 minutes. Because <laughs> otherwise, an hour and a half, I'm until quarter to one at night. Okay. Mm. Um, have you noticed any of those... There are certain types of sort of like travel logs. I think to use a uh, a modern term, it will be in the wonderlust uh, style of video that people do with silly voices. 
not silly voices like you do silly voices, where they are just, it's, I think it's their actual voice, like Hidden London. And it's, they always start, it's always a girl, sorry to say that. Come with me to discover Hidden London, part two. And they sound like serial killers. That is the voice of a serial killer. I've seen something about it, someone saying, there's a shopping centre just outside of London, it's a real tale part, and everyone's like, it's by Sester. what's it Bista. Bista, what's Bista it Village. It's Bista Village, everyone knows about it, it's not a hidden gem. No. Come with me to discover the most hidden secret in London. This palace, originally called Buckingham House. It's a, yeah, it's Buckingham Palace. I'm not being funny, but that's turning me on a bit, that. Is, is it? No. Is it ASMR? Quite a few G&D was writing to me saying that I should do ASMR. You should. You do yeah. have a wonderful, beautiful speaking voice. That's very kind of you. You should definitely be doing, like, the continuity announcements on the BBC. Don't get me started on those. Why? Say, well, they just can't speak. Say, so just imagine in a few years' time, say, okay. coming up now, Saturday night with Jordan North. Go on. Oh, that's what we're calling it, Saturday night with Jordan North. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on the dole by then. And now, BBC One, the National Lottery in it to win it with Jordan North. Okay, that's very good. That's what you'd do. Sorry. You could be the new Dale. Winton. I can see you as the new Dale. Supermarket Suite. Welcome to Supermarket Suite. I know Ryland does that, doesn't he? Yeah, but if, you know, he might, you know, not do it eventually. You could do it. But your nana didn't like, used to watch that. My granny? Yeah. No. I remember going round to Granny and Grand as we were staying with them overnight, and um, it was 2001, so I don't know how old was I, 11, 12? Yeah, 11. And they, uh, they put on the TV and we watched my father open that year's Conservative Party conference. That's, that's what we watched. Did he used to come and do a speech? He was president of the National Convention. So he'd open up with a speech? Yeah, and sort of inter, you know, introduce everyone and do all that. Stuff. Would he go on stage and do a speech? Yes. God. Have you never seen the photo of uh, the family photo of James, my mother, and my father and me in the Conservative Party brochure? Yeah. From two thousand and one. Yeah. It's hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. Looks Times like are very different now. Let's looks, put it that way. Everyone. Looks like some off Little Britain. It's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. God. Your dad had no chance up against Tony Blair. What? What do you mean? Two thousand and one. Yeah. It was. It wasn't. Um, it's interesting times. Does he hate Blair? No. Blair? Don't you dare mention that name in my house! How dare you! So it's almost as bad as the time when um, Ben said he hates <laughs> estate agents. <laughs> to his dad who started out as an estate agent. Now, now, well, Ben, 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 Ben. He started ben. out as a surveyor. Ben, 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 I, I must stop you there. I, I, I wasn't I, I was an estate agent myself. Oh, Christ, someone's dropped a bollock. <laughs> Blair? Don't you dare mention Blair in this house ever again. And his spin doctor, Campbell, and piss on them if they were on fire. Anyway. How's your week been? Yeah, good. Um, I've had another hotel room nightmare. Oh. This was really bad. Um, happened a bit ago, but I've got to tell you the last episode. So um, I'm in Burnley and had a few drinks with my brother. That's a pretty nightmare. Um, I've been on I've been on old fashions. Okay. I had an old fashioned, which apparently in some parts of the country means something completely different. Oh, does it? An old fashioned. Oh. Means you've been uh, wanked off. 
Oh, you want to be careful how you order an old-fashioned Soho, don't I know, you? yeah. So I've been on Old Fashions, which is my favourite cocktail. It's a whiskey cocktail. And do you know why it's called an Old Fashioned? No, Because it's basically one of the first cocktails, so thus it got the name an Old Fashioned. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Mm, it's, if you don't like whiskey, if you like whiskey, it's great, but I'm not oh, a whiskey Oh, it's my favourite. I love it. It's just, it's, uh, it's great. Anyway, I'm up to go up to the hotel room. Yeah, mm. and I'm pretty hammered. And I forgot what number I am, so I'm just pressing my... Pressing my key card. I mean, you've been here before. I've been here before, yeah. right? I'm pressing my key card. Yeah. Mm. Finally get in. I get in and stinks of farts. I think it's my brother. And I'm like, getting undressed, taking my trousers off, got my socks off. <laughs> and I'm saying to my brother, it fucking stinks in here. And it wasn't my brother, it was a random folk I'd gone into. <laughs> I don't know, even to this day, I don't know. And I'm about to crawl in bed with him, <laughs> thinking it was our brats that had been farting all night, and it was some bloke. He went Bulu. He went... He went what? Bulu. Mad. It's a fashion brand, isn't it? Mad. That's Bulu. Oh, right. He went mad, right? And I'm yeah. like, I'm so sorry, and my, I promise you, it could only happen to me. I talked about it on the radio as well, and people are like, I work in IT, that can't happen. People are like, I've worked in hotels for years, that's never happened. I'm like, no, but it, what people don't understand is it will happen to Jordan. It, that's what I mean. Yeah. So it's, it's like, I, I'm like, I'm rolling my socks up on, on end of bed. <laughs> He's in bed, I'm thinking it's our Brad's. I'm going, you fucking stink, you're fated, aren't you? You've shit, you. And he's like, what are you on about? And I'm like, oh, shut up, but joke. And he's some other bloke. I'm not even joking. Right? And it gets worse. Next day I'm at breakfast. He confronts me at breakfast. Like, honestly, like, I'm... The the bloke was fuming. How old? Paint a picture. What did he look uh, like? Early, late 40s, early 50s. Okay. And built? Probably about the same height as me. Quite slim built. And I'm there at I'm there at you know in queue at a coffee machine at breakfast. And he went, Did you come into my room last night? I'm like, please. And everyone's listening to the conversation. I'm like, I'm really sorry. I was like, I just pressed. I forgot my thing. I was just pressing the key card and I got in. He went, Yeah, I'm gonna go to reception and speak to him about that. Anyway, we're going for dinner next month. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll be very happy together. <laughs> but yeah, so it can only happen to me. Wow. That as well. And um, oh, now. Do you remember a few ages ago, I was looking at houses? Yes. And I was saying I had to take my shoes and socks off. Oh, yeah. In, in houses. Because you were looking at houses in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I got this DM a couple of days ago. So they're obviously going back and listening. Hi to our new listeners. That's a direct message. It says, Jordan, uh, I loved the podcast where you talked about your socks and shoes post wear when looking around a potential house to buy. Please, could I have a pair of your socks after heavy wear? So I definitely know they have been worn. That's from James. There. Right. Yeah. Wow. So now... Always with a blank profile. So um, if you go onto our website, we are going to have some used branded Hell by Six with my <laughs> boss socks. <laughs> no, you we know, are not. You know, Ben. So that's how my week's been. Yeah. Ooh. I know. I can't believe that with a hotel room. It could... I, like... I, je- I worry that people think I make shit up, but it could only happen to me. No, it does only me. happen to you. The rest of us managed to get through life without... I mean, that... I was also, literally you have been in so- other... Ran- you have also been in the wrong hotel room many times before. Once before. Once. Well, yeah, but that's that's in at Scotland. least once more than C- most people. Series 6, episode 2, I don't know. No, but. I think it was series 4. Was it? 4 or 5. Anyway... How's your week been? Oh, my week's, my week's been fine. Let's just to go back to a conversation that we had earlier about tumble drying. What do you... What do, 
That's how we wound. Nice. What do you and don't you tumble dry? I don't tumble dry at all. You don't tumble dry no. at all? A, um, Is that because you don't have a tumble dry? Well, uh, no, I do, but I don't tumble. I might every now and then put my socks of skiddies in there. The boxers, sorry, we call them skiddies in Burnley. Listen, sorry. It just, it's just... <laughs> Every now and then I might put my socks and scrubs in there. I know, you see, we no, we don't tumble dry socks or underwear. Why? Because we find the underwear shrinks. Okay, yeah. this is why I do not dry anything. I absolutely do not tumble dry T-shirts or no. shirts because they shrink. No, never tumble dry a shirt. And I, I never tumble, they all shrink, right? So I don't... Nothing. I might, if my jeans are still damp after being out on the rack, mm. I might put them in for 20 minutes. But also, I think as well, if you're using your tumble dryer all the time, it's really bad on the electric bill. It can be, yes. So I don't tumble dry anything. Not even towels. I let it all dry naturally. What? Your towels must be like sandpaper. No, they're quite fluffy. You'd be surprised. I'll have to come around and feel your, feel what your do Pima you tumble? cotton. Beg your pardon. Your Pima cotton. Uh, towels, yes. Uh, sheets. Mm. Tea towels. I just leave them all out. No. You must have a lot of damp, unless you have a dehumidifier. We need to get a dehumidifier. But then do you iron as well? Because that will take excess moisture. And you see, that's probably where somebody near us iron. is going wrong. I do, I do, I do iron, yeah. Yeah, you, know you see, because that can make What do things... you tumble dry then? I've just told you, oh, towels, sheets, tea towels. Do you not do any clothes? Very rarely. Mm. Shrinks them, don't it? Gym gear. Dee- gym gear. Oh, no, because again, the top's But on a, on a low... Do you have dehumidifiers? We do have a dehumidifier. Do, they act, do you recommend them? Yes. I Does it help dry your clothes? Yes. Ish. I mean, it helps... No, it helps take out the excess moisture that will stop the damp smell both in the room and in your clothes. That's what I need it for. Yeah. Pretty- it doesn't dry them in any quicker time, I don't think. But Certainly just- not the dehumidifier we have. But it just... Stops that smell from there. Yeah, the fusty, foisty, foisty, as you would say. Okay. Um, How have we been nominated for an award? <laughs> yes, when we don't win this week, we'll <laughs> remember this episode. We're up for an award and talking about bloody tumble dries. How's your week been anyway? What's new? That's fine. I had a, uh, I had a lovely uh, lovely brunch yeah. or breakfast with... Right. Every time I ring William, he's always out for dinner or brunch or some theatre show. So, I have he friends. makes out like he's mad busy. He literally, what did I say to you yesterday on the phone? You're like a kept woman. You're like a kept, he's like a lady of leisure. Well, our friends Joe and Luke took us out for breakfast. Yeah, you, and what, what, what else have you got on this week? Brunch, dinner? Seeing my friend, two friends tomorrow for Course breakfast and coffee. Do you actually do any work? Yes. What? I'm rewriting our uh, Train the Trainer manual at the moment oh, okay. with my colleague Jo. Well, she's doing quite a lot of it, actually, to be fair. But I'm, I'm you know, I'm overseeing it, okay. being executive. <clears throat> so I've got lots to do. Okay, sounds like it. Yeah. Talking of etiquette, yeah. should we go to my etiquette of the week? Okay. Here's the jingle. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, etiquette, etymology of the week. Okay, we're going to talk today about knives and why knives have a rounded tip. Oh, God. Just take me now. <laughs> take you now. Take me now, please. <laughs> Oh, okay. Please just um, take me Are we really going to talk about this? <laughs> it's so bloody rude. Sorry, it was that. Sorry, it was that rude? And I bet you, after the break, when we come back, and I tell you, you'll go, 
Oh no, actually, that's actually quite interesting. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> what impression was that? See you after the break. Sound bre- like Hodor. What? Oh, Hodor. See you after the break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Welcome back, G&Divas. It's time for William's Etiquettimology of the Week. So we're talking about knives, and if you look at a, a standard table knife that you would use to eat breakfast, lunch or dinner with, you'll notice that at the top it's got a round tip. Give me one now, I'll shove it in my neck. <laughs> I'll shove it in your neck. I'm joking, I'm joking. Go Whereas on. if you look at a steak knife, if you go and order a, a steak, you get a pointed knife, yes? Yeah. Do you know what a steak knife looks like? Yes. Well, all knives basically used to look like steak knives with the rounded point, up until, we believe, the court of Louis Fourteenth, who was so scared of assassination that he ordered all his knives to be sent off and rounded at the top, and then everyone copied suit, which is why knives have a rounded point on the top. That's actually really interesting. Oh, no. <sighs> and thus proves my point. That's actually really interesting. But point, boom, boom. Uh, but also, people used to use knives as well to sort of like stab a piece of meat and then take it from serving plate to their plate. So, but also, people don't do that now. So, is that bad manners? It's very bad manners. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, that was good. It's interesting. That was good. Yeah. Could you not manspread, please, in front of me? You just pushed back and thrust your crotch towards me <laughs> minutes after saying, "Take me now." So, get that ju- on TikTok. <laughs> um. We could do Jordan's etiquettemology no, 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 of the week if good. you want. That's good. Where does the word foisty come from? No. How to do a picky tea? Don't get me started. I should have got oh. that bloody trademark. Did I ever tell you? Can you remember two years ago? Uh, it was, I think, Chris, first Christmas lockdown. You were doing a lot of rating picky teas on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. And then you went off into the castle or mm-hmm. wherever it was. And I started, and it was the time of Christmas. People started putting their Christmas decorations up far too early. And yep. if you've got your Christmas decorations up now and you're listening to this, common. Excuse uh, me. No, far too early. It's not even, it's not even December. Yeah. I started doing Picky Tree. <laughs> but you never saw this because you were away. So I started reviewing people's Christmas decorations. Hashtag Picky Tree. I think you told me about this. I might have done. 
Great fun. Yeah. I might do it again this year. Do it on TikTok. I, yeah, I could do it on TikTok. Yeah, we'll do it on TikTok. Yes. Yeah. Great. People film it and then you react. Film it. Give us a nice... Show us your baubles up close and yes. then I'll critique them. If you're listening now and you get your decorations up in the next couple of weeks, tag us in it. Or even closer to the time as is appropriate. And William will um, review them. That's I'll a great duet idea. with it. Nice. Nice. Okay, All listeners' right. questions, please. This one is from Daniel. Greetings, William and Jordan. I've recently discovered your... Howdy. ...on... I've recently discovered your podcast on TikTok of all places. Oh. Since then, I've watched all of your videos, followed you on all socials, and I'm currently binge listening to all past episodes until I'm caught up. Don't worry, we won't be putting the knife points on TikTok. It's only the best content we do from the episode. I am going to absolutely punch you in the windpipe in a minute. <laughs> Don't worry, that won't be going on TikTok. It's usually two or three videos from the best bits of the podcast. And usually I'm involved. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. No, do you know what I noticed oh, about our TikTok? No, no. Sorry, sorry, Daniel. No, no, no. Oh, You've started one now. Christ. So. Oh, for God's sake. Well, I'm joking. It was very interesting. I'm just winding you up. I'm, I'm that way out today. You're that way out? Yeah. You know, when you just feel like oining people. What are you doing now? Look, I'm going to prove something. Here is our TikTok. You'll notice the thumbnails. Who is who is the recurring thumbnail? Oh yeah, why is that on our TikTok? There's no bias there. You're on all of them. Okay. All right, fine. You proved your point. Read Daniel's thing. I mean, I do think that is fluke, but that's not. No, you've noticed that. I haven't even noticed. Back to Daniel's letter. Uh, I'm not sure if producer Ben is still currently with the show. Sadly, no. Uh, but uh, if he He's is, died. She... <laughs> It's not dead, he's there. You me earlier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, he's back. He's back with us. Back from the dead. By the way, I'm from the Philippines, and sadly, Debonet is not available here, so I've yet to become a true Gene Diva. On to my concern. I'm currently in a relationship going on its first year. After being out of work for a couple of months, my girlfriend recently started a new job. All is fine until a guy who reports to her attempted to flirt with her. She has recently made it clear that she is in a relationship to the point that her entire department knows who I am. Still, this particular co-worker asked if her someone made their intentions known, if she would give it a chance. She told him no and that she knows that it is wrong and she loves me very much. Every story she tells me of him has me up in fumes because he does not seem to understand that she is in a relationship and, more basically, the boundaries of a manager-employee relationship. He recently sent her a goodnight message with a kissy-wink emoji. I told my girlfriend that if he does not stop, I will talk to his wife. My girlfriend told me not to do so, and she does not want any trouble. I can see how this can be quite the scandal if it ever goes out in her office, but he does not seem to care. I promise to let her handle it. My question is, what is the proper etiquette for saying no to a persistent suitor? And also, would you care to dispense advice on how I should deal with it? Cheers, boys. Regards, Daniel. Daniel, what you want to do is um, you want to go around there with a um, pointed knife edge, <laughs> not a curved one. A that, steak knife. I'm, or one no, that I'm was joking. created before Louis XIV. I'm joking. Uh, this is a tough one. Well, first of all, he sounds bang out of order. Yes. I think all you, all you can do is just tell your girlfriend how it is making you feel and how inappropriate it is and say that she needs she needs to have a word. But I appreciate. And Oh, shit. Is that a test? Sorry, Daniel. 
Oh, we might have to come back to this. Daniel, what we'll... I was going to say, Daniel, was because I, I no, don't we wanna... might burn to death. No, what I was going to say seriously is, um, I think that you might have to speak to him, Jordan. When we need to go, no, I think Daniel needs to speak to the guy. It's either wait outside of work one day or DM him or send an email, maybe an email. <laughs> should we? Should just... we just go? No, I <laughs> think. All right, you stay there. Where's my bag? Have you? Oh. oh. Where's my bag? Right. Nobody panic! Stop panicking! It's just a drill! Where's my brace? I don't need, I can't, I, I need my brace. Where's my brace? We want you to go. Oh, for fuck's sake. Right, we're not, we've not burned alive. We're all good. Anyway, Dan, I think you need to email the guy and just say, I know what no. you're doing. And yeah, I would. That's my advice. I... Uh... No, I think your girlfriend has to just keep making reference to her boyfriend. If she feels able to call the person out, then do, and do that privately. Go to HR if needs be. But I appreciate, culturally, this this can be difficult. Um, So maybe, I mean, it sounds awful to say suggest your girlfriend to get some new job but that might sadly be the ultimate way to to do it. Also, um, seriously, if there is a fire alarm in your building where you work and stuff, leave straight away. Don't tend to be panicking and start <laughs> looking for your brace seriously because like a lot of fire people will be going like firemen and yeah. women but I just leave yeah. I would just leave just leave Good seriously have I ever told you I don't I think I've teased this have I done this fire story when we actually did have a, I did actually have a fire in Manchester I think you know this story but I don't think I've ever done it on the podcast Come on. and think... I feel a fire alarm is a perfect segue into this story tell so Mike and this I episode's had... all over the place anyway, so... <laughs> Mike and I had only just started going out, so he hadn't, we didn't live with me. Uh, and I had... Where did Mikey live? He was in Newcastle. Why I? Had a good job up there, George. Good site, that. Yeah, we built um, Time Bridge, if you've <laughs> seen it. Yeah. And uh, so I had living with me at the time our friend Daryl, uh, briefly. And Oh, that's... Yeah. That time. So that's when I'd... That would you were in 2014? Uh, it was 2015. Okay. And Lucas, my former luxury flatmate, previously on this podcast back in the early days called John, but now outed as Lucas. Um, well, that's back when the flat was like a knocking shop, weren't it? He, mo- he, he moved to the building next door and he had come over for a drink. So Daryl, he and I were having very manly drinks in up in my sitting room, which was a raised area. It was on a mezzanine. I remember level. it. Yeah. And um, we're sitting there. It was about six o'clock at night. It was uh, October. What were you drinking? Uh, gin and tonic, or actually, ironically, it possibly was a gin and a bonnet. Oh. And so long before this podcast. And we just hear this sort of, I heard it like a pop. Almost like, you know, Tupperware click and lock. Mm. You know, when you lock the Tupperware, I heard that noise. And I thought, well, that's, that's an odd noise coming from the hall. So I, I leave them chatting and I go just to check on what it is. And I go into the laundry cupboard in the hall and I open the laundry cupboard door and the electrics up from the sort of the back of the washing machine up into the wall are on fire. I remember this. Quite a serious fire. Where do you get your kicks, Ben? Casualty. <laughs> and the pop was the noise of wires burning. So I, it becomes a little bit like an episode of Faulty Towers there. And I just stand on the hall going, fire! Fire! <laughs> and Lucas and Daryl 
Well, they don't. Recollections may vary, but they, I didn't feel they rushed. Um, so they they come and Lucas, to be fair, was brilliant. And Lucas realised it's an electrical fire, so thus you need to throw powder on it. He's like, first of all, you need to turn the electrics off. Where's the fuse box? It's like it's in that cupboard that's on fire. So Lucas, bless him, he surrenders himself, climbs up the um, climbs up the sort of the the cupboards, the laundry right. cupboards, to flick all the lights off. So because it's now six uh, fifteen at night in October, it's very dark. So we can't really see what we're doing other than the light of the fire. Daryl, I think, phones the fire brigade. I'm there and I, my gut instinct was to save the napkins because they were in the cupboard. And I do, Daryl and Lucas will tell you that I was there removing my linens. Are you joking? I also thought they're quite flammable. Um, not to mention antique. And so... <laughs> It gets worse because Lucas then goes, right, what have you got that's like power, you know, any power? And I said, how about kitchen flour in the kitchen? Perfect for baking. So Lucas goes into the kitchen. Now, all my flowers, as you may know, and still to this day, are in identical plastic tubs. And but they're labelled, you know, zero, zero flour, flour. I mean, does it matter if it's self-raising or plain? Well, turns out, yes, it does. Because self-raising flour has bicarbonate of soda in it, <gasps> which is what makes it raise. And that's the one Lucas grabbed rather than plain flour. But Lucas didn't know it was self-raising and also didn't know at the time that self-raising flour had bicarbonate of soda in it. So he throws this on the fire <gasps> and the fire goes... No! Nearly singes Lucas's eyebrows. The fire is still going, but we did end up with a lovely rustic loaf. Which was nice. <laughs> and um, anyway, the fire brigade came very quickly. Oh, really? Um, relatively quickly. And if they had been, as with most fires, if they had been two minutes later, because I was on the top floor, and the entire sort of, once it goes up above my ceiling, every, all the flats on that floor are connected, in effect. Um, the whole of the top floor would have gone. Um, so they dealt with it. Uh, they had to smash through walls. I mean, uh, Mikey, Mikey didn't... He was moving in the week after, and he actually moved into the hotel we were then put in, rather than into the flat. And, uh, and yeah, so that was, that was the fire. Jesus! So what if you were out? Qu well, quite. And it was, turns out that the, the timer, the thermostat timer, you know, the, like the time clock that sort of turns the mm. heating on, had been badly wired to begin with. So basically every time at six o'clock, whenever the heating was meant to come on, it clocked on it had been eroding at the back i'm, I'm oh. sort of kind of trying to remember what they told me and eventually once all the plastic coating had gone it was then just getting hotter and hotter and hotter oh. and literally three days before i was in china for work so thank god Jesus. i was there when i was he's got um, claiming it was all handled by the insurance but what i also remember was once the fire brigade went and daryl lucas and i were walking around the flat sort of and it's absolute chaos um, I've they, got some photos. I'll, how did they get it out? Did you get it out with the flower? Did they just... No, the flower didn't do anything. The flower exacerbated How it. did they get up there then with the hoses? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I was out... I, I was made did to stand outside, so I... extinguishers? Or? Yeah, the, I don't know. There's a fire out, like a hose thing oh, in the okay. lobby that comes up. Oh, okay. But what was amazing is that when I then went onto the balcony, the firemen had been smoking on the balcony. <laughs> We don't need more bloody smoke. Only in, Man just, only in Manchester would some would some firemen would some firemen put your fire out and go, I'm just going for a fag, all right. Yeah, we're two minutes, pal. Yeah, it's all right. That. I think it's something to do with your eating. Oh, yeah, you got a light. Yeah, oh, hang on, I'll just use this on uh, thermostat. Oh, yeah, only in Manchester. Anyway. So, anyway, that Can was I the fire. Can see some pictures of that? After? I'll show you. Yeah, that was the fire. 
Anyway, Daniel, thank you for your letter. There you go. Moving on. This one is from Katie. Dear Jordan, William, Diego and EPB. Have you ever told it like a story that's short and you'd be terrible on radio? I'm being really horrible to say, but obviously in radio you got like, right, you got two minutes for this link or... Well, in your radio. Find the funny pasta, what would say? No, You're going to was... find my fist pretty fast Ooh, in a minute. Is that a promise? Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm being, I don't mean, I'm only winding you up today. Sorry, no, it's, it's I'm fine, just that way fine. out. It's a very good story. Just, I could have shaved a couple of minutes off it, that's all. Am I being a knob? Am I? Oh, sorry. Do you know what that story could have done with underneath it? Nice bed. Dear Jordan, William, Diego and EPB, My partner and I recently found out that we are expecting our first child. We are in the process of deciding which set of grandparents to tell first and have started to become quite nervous about unsolicited parenting advice from my partner's mother. I'm aware that some people do not get on with their mother-in-law, but my mother-in-law is very nice and we spend many a day out together visiting flower shows. Oh, how lovely. However, and I'm not sure how to put this, I'm nervous about getting parenting advice from her throughout my pregnancy and raising our child, as I do not believe she did a fantastic job raising my partner. <laughs> wow. She certainly has very different ways to show love and affection. She's more of a tough love kind of person, which I don't believe is constructive for a child. My question is, do I just ignore everything she says, or should I be forthright and tell her that I do not want any advice unless specifically asked? Best wishes and congratulations on your wedding, William. Katie. Well, congratulations, Katie. Um, just take the advice on board, but with a pinch of salt and don't do anything with it. You just, yeah. just be like, oh, great, thank you. Thank oh, you gosh, so how much. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. But don't say, uh, I don't want your advice, thank you, because that's going to cause a lot of it's shit. It's going to cause me. a lot, of, yeah. And, and But, pe you know, people in life often give unsolicited advice, whether it's on, you know, how to tell a story, uh, whether your etiquettemology of the week is any good, um, uh, how to tumble dry your clothes, that sort of thing. And, you know, you just have to go, oh, gosh, you know, how interesting, or I'm going to punch you in the windpipe. Maybe, maybe, say, <laughs> maybe say to your mother-in-law... You tell me that once more, I'll punch you in the windpipe. Just keep it on the, just take it on the chin. Take it on the chin. Um, well, and if it gets too much, I would then get your partner to have a word with his mother. Yeah, take it on the chin. Or, like my podcast co-host, chins. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm winding you up. Sorry, I don't oh. know what's up with me. I'm only joking. You know I love you to bits. Come here. You can freeze your tongue and have a sleigh ride on it. Yeah. It's, oh. I'm joking. You look great. I was joking. I'm sorry. Just come on. give it. I'm joking. You know I love you. We'll make up later. We'll kiss and make up later. Okay. Is that a promise? Okay. Sorry. You can kiss me on my chins. I love that. And I'll kiss you on both of your faces. <laughs> See, you won't be beat. <laughs> It won't be big. Come on. Dear William Jordan and EPB, I would say please keep me anonymous, but the friend I'm about to talk about is also an avid G&D diva, so it would be utterly pointless. Side note, we came to your stag do tour this year and had a fabulous time. Were you the ones that got thrown out? I am 31... You'll have to narrow it down a bit. I'm 31 years old and a big fan of TikTok. I know it's not cool for someone of my age to enjoy the app. Oh, it's, that's Better to be 31 and on TikTok than 32. Um, better for... it's. I know it's not cool for someone of my age to enjoy the app, but I like to waste my life scrolling through and being completely unproductive. You and me both, hon. My friends do not support my TikTok addiction and will often roll their eyes when I tell them about any I find particularly funny, and they refuse to download the app themselves, stating they don't have the time. Same, that's why I did for a while. What one particular friend, who we'll call T, uh, does have time for, however, is to scroll through Instagram reels. 
which I am assured is completely different. It isn't. It's the same. They pretty much see the same odds. The problem is, T likes to send me reels she finds funny, which is fine, but most of the time I've already seen that video on, on TikTok. TikTok. Same. And sometimes as many as many as several weeks ago. My question is, what is the etiquette for telling your friend, I've already seen that on TikTok, when she sends you yet another video that is so two weeks ago? Do I suck it up and tell her that her clips are yesterday's this is great. news? great. This is really good one. Or do I keep up the charade and laugh at old trends because it makes her happy? Regardless of the fact, she still doesn't want to accept reality and just download bloody TikTok. She's still my best friend and I love her dearly. Thank you in advance and much love, Laura. Right, Laura, that's a good one because when someone sends you a meme or a TikTok or something you've seen, I just, I just reply with laughing emoji face. Mm. Apparently, if you're cool and down with the kids, oh God, as if I just said that, they don't use the laughing emoji. What do they do? They use the skull emoji. Oh yeah, dead. I'm dead. Yeah, I'm dead. Dead. Oh, I'm over. I'm dead. So, yeah, I, I just think you've got to be polite and reply with the laughing emojis. It's like... If your mate tells you a really long story about a fire in his kitchen, you just sit there, you look like it's great, you laugh at the end, you laugh at the right places. It's the same for, it's the same for a meme or a TikTok. Just laugh politely. Just, huh. Yeah, it's very similar. <laughs> to quote one of my former friends, who's put 50p in you? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Are you okay? I'm only... Oh, don't. I feel bad now. It's fine. Um, but send the laughing emoji. Just yeah. reply with the laughing emoji. Mm -hmm. What's your advice? I don't know. Don't. Be up, don't, because no. you know I'll be up till three in the morning. Going, well, Are you I... okay? I'm, I'm upset, yeah. It's not like you should care. Oh. <laughs> oh. Guys. What is going on today? You know how soft I am. <laughs> You know, I'm big, speak from experience. We're a big soft ass dogs. I'll be up tonight going, I think I went too far. I can remember years ago, um, my grandmother used to send. Settle us down, everyone. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> nope. That's it. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Come on, I'm comfy now. Go on. <laughs> I feel like a... Go Granny on. used to cut out cartoons in newspapers like the Peter Brooks cartoon in the Times or, or similar oh. and bring them over when she'd come over for dinner and show it to us. And some of them were funny and some of them not so funny or we didn't find funny at the time. And James and I would, would laugh and give the reaction that they want. Yeah. Whereas my mother would just go to her mother. Well, I don't think that's very funny. And you could see that Granny would almost be slightly offended. And I think sometimes when people tell you a joke or send you a video... You don't need to lie and go, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. But just being polite and going, oh, yeah, it's funny. Laughing emoji. And and just carrying on yeah. is is the politest thing to do. Yeah, it is. My grandma used to save us all Burnley Express and Lancashire Telegraph. Because obviously back in the 90s and stuff, my dad mm. used to like to read them for the like Burnley games and stuff like that before yeah. the internet. So she'd send them saves out. And then even now she still saves me paper when I go around. She says, oh, Burnley Express is there, look, Telegraph's there. Because she, she can read about clarets and, you know, I ain't got art to say. I can keep up with it on the internet. So I always go yeah. around and just read it. Nice. Yeah. Well, there we go. Mm. What an interesting story, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you. Would you like to read the last one? Yeah, time? I will. Uh, remember, you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss or you can write to William 
who could put a glass eye to sleep and promises a handwritten reply on his own. I'm joking. <laughs> his own letter, head of paper. He just is on the website, sexymyboss.com. I am joking. You yeah, are. Yeah. Don't be like that. I'm only joking. I love you to bits. I love you too. See we'll you on Friday. See you on Friday. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.